in the realms of the spirit when you were carrying him there was a big challenge in the realm of the spirit it was a difficult pregnancy to yes. carry him yes. to the point that it looked like you're going to lose him at some point yes. because i remember i am seeing it in the realms of the spirit when you're about four months going to five months yes. i saw you bleeding that yes. you thought that you actually lost him yes yes i am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because i'm hearing one saying God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? When I got to this place, I saw an address like 8111. The angel told me, walk five steps. I walked five steps and I saw like unit five. I saw a two. I saw a nine. I saw another nine. I saw a three. I saw a zero. I saw a B. It's like a pay view or something like that. But huh? I don't know what this is. I'm seeing a D, an R, and an N. But I saw, I saw him doing this, throwing seeds. When people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling to feed people and to raise people. Huh? You said what? Clariosto improdovida shalakate le mande Proveinden kishta agosta alova kalamande le pronde ligista I pray for you in the name of Jesus That the Lord will touch you wherever you are I pray that the Sulam anointing shall come upon you as you listen to this prayer I pray that your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes and your spiritual understanding shall be unlocked this day. I pray that the mysteries of Jehovah God shall be released unto you. I pray that you may know his power, that you may know his love, that you may know his might in your life this day. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. May what was impossible become possible now. Lande le kishta avuka la bronde le kishta vara kia sei. Mevra tufta ika la vande le bronde dia. La clariosto fradei ke le kishta avuka talamande. Laisti constelesta in glory fantelino. Mevretita atuva kashuka prave dia amande. Langa tita labra de liga oka pava ke tila mande le pronde vikate. Zila kusha mevrafia azufeke kinkarabasonte le keya azuke prade kista amande le kusha prava kushte ikarabakante le teleba sovare makusha arade dia azaka talabante. Mondele kashte iza azuva 
Meria azu kadalamande karabatoshte Kaprosoto lomande lekeshta azu karamande Mavo, mavo, mavo I pray that my encounters with the Lord will become your encounters I pray that every single angelic visitation that I've experienced May the Lord favor you today May the Lord give you the grace to see the things that I have seen and beyond. I unlock you in the prophetic today. I release the Sulam anointing upon you today. May angels ascend and descend upon you in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. May the Lord be glorified through your life. May the world know that Jesus is alive by reason of him manifesting himself through you. I decree and declare as a prophet of God, there will be a difference from this day. When you stand before people, when you pray, there will be a change. That people will know that the Holy Spirit is upon you and he has anointed you to do the work of God. To be a shield for your family. To be a defender of your family. Let it be so now in Jesus' mighty name. You have to learn to bring the battle to the devil. Stop allowing the devil to attack you. You should be the one that is attacking him. Let me explain it. Those who clap, may God give you more grace. Now listen, and listen very well. The devil in the first chapter of the Bible, or the first book of the Bible, in the third chapter, Genesis chapter number three, the devil is referred to as that serpent. A serpent but if you move to revelations he's called that old serpent that dragon meaning if you don't deal with the devil in the book of Genesis you don't deal with him in the beginning of your day if you don't deal with him in Deuteronomy you don't deal with him in the book of Acts you don't deal with him in the book of Reve if you reach the book of Revelation he becomes that old serpent that dragon Killing a snake is easier than killing a dragon. Many of you are dealing with dragons because you failed to kill a snake. When God puts you in the garden, where everything you ever needed is, the devil will also be present. Because the one who holds on to what he has been given is the owner, not the one who is given but the one who holds on to it is not how you start it's how you finish 
So if you don't deal with that snake and you let him become a dragon, you'll be dealing with a dragon that is breathing out fire when you should have dealt with a snake that you could just step on his head. God is telling me, tell them you deserve it. Then God took me to Psalm 103 and I saw the Psalm of David. Now you have to ask yourself this question. Did David become king because he deserved it? Because he worked for it? Or because God decided that he will be? Amen. God decided. Because God decided. Amen. So you don't deserve things because you worked, but because God decided. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The devil's work is for you to disqualify yourself from what God has already decided to give. I think this is for people in the back. The devil's mission is always to do one thing. To make you see that you don't belong where you want to be in. That you're not qualified to be where you're you are desiring to be. Help us Lord. Because in his mind he knows that you have been taught everything that you have, you have to work for it. Shai, teach it Papa. But there are things that are from Jesus that you can never work for. Hallelujah. That he can only give you. I receive. The Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And he shall lift you up. Not because you deserve it, but because he decided. Ah. May God elevate you this hour. I receive. May God lift you up this hour. I receive. In the realm of the spirit, you see what is on your shirt. The Lord said me, your name is what is on your shirt. Hallelujah! What is your name? Rose. What do you have on your shirt? Hallelujah! I don't know why. Where is my mama Ghana power? I saw fire jumping from her and coming to you. And I'm trying to understand why. When I looked at you, I saw her. When I saw her, I saw you. Are you a nurse? You're in the medical field. Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Divorced. Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. And I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. I saw God taking words and ran with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Amen. Who is like Ogaga, Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Is Kenny it? Ogba Ogaga. Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Professor. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. <laughs> because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor. Professor. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? 
in the love. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? The one thing about you, you are real. <laughs> Blessings everybody, this is Prophet Lovi and I am so blessed to come to you at this hour and to continue with the doxa dimension of the Spirit of God. And uh, I believe that the doxa anointing is going to push you to a new level. I have been in the presence of God preparing myself for this and, and uh, the Lord had me working on a book specifically for this. And um, I am very, very, very excited for what the Lord Jesus is about to do. And in my spirit, I believe that you who is watching this and is listening to this, something special and spectacular is going to happen to you. My prayer is that as you listen to this, that you will be changed by the Spirit of God. That you walk with God in a way that you never walked with Him before. That there will be a real and genuine transformation in your life, in your walk with God. That is my honest prayer. This is my honest prayer in the name of Jesus. So I pray that you pay attention. I pray that you will share this. That you share this and share this and, and, and call somebody and, and, and share this like a hundred times if you can. Because this is very, very serious. Uh, and I will explain to you why it's serious. Because the Lord Jesus spoke to me. And when the Lord Jesus spoke to me, it made me realize how much more serious it is. Because what it does is that it puts, it puts that pressure in your spirit that things need to happen. And they need to happen now. Let me tell you the truth. There is an agency in the realm of the spirit. There is something that God wants to do. And the Lord is waiting on the church. We don't want to be the one that is stopping or delaying the hand of God. Mm. Hallelujah. But you want to be the one that will be first in line. You want to be the one that will be first in line. First in line. To be one of the people that God is going to use in these last days. One of the purposes that we were born and we were brought into this world is to be conformed to His image. One of the purposes and the reasons why we were born in this world is to be conformed to His image. So if we are not conformed to the image of the Master, then something is missing. Then something is wrong. Then something is not complete then something is, is in the way. Because God's desire and the Lord's mind is focused on one thing and one thing only. That you who is watching right now, you who is listening to me right now, the focus of God is one thing. That you will be conformed to the image of Jesus. Now, the problem is that everybody that has had this, everybody thinks that, Praying makes you like Jesus, even though that is partly true, but it's not the complete truth. When people receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, 
They thought that was it. But in reality, that is not it. It's simply the beginning. So the Lord had spoken to me and the Lord has really put this in my heart. And, and, uh, and uh, I really believe that this is the hour for it. There's a lot of men and women of God that are concerned with who is fake, who is not fake, who is right, who is not right. The reason why people are doing this is they don't know the image of Jesus. Even those who are accusing others of being fake, they are part of the problem themselves. Because somebody who has the mission of Jesus in them, somebody who has seen the blessed Savior, is concerned by what his father is doing. When the Lord Jesus walked on the earth, he did not care what the Pharisees were teaching. He was busy teaching what his father sent him to do. So we are distracted as children of God. We are moved left to right because we simply are not walking in the fullness of the doxa. The image and the presence and the glory of God is not in full working in us. So we have time to look at other people instead of looking at what our father is doing so that we can do it also. I really believe this is a message for only those who are serious about doing and fulfilling the will of the Father. I really feel it in my spirit and uh, I hope you're ready. The Lord Jesus was never even concerned by what John was doing. John was concerned by what Jesus was doing because he was a forerunner. His concern is that, is it really you? Mm. But everything else Jesus was doing, he was not concerned. If you are policing other people's ministry, so you are wasting time not doing your ministry. I'm going to say that again. If you're busy policing other people's ministry, if you're spending time criticizing other people, then you're not paying attention to what you're supposed to be doing. Because you cannot multitask. I'll say that again. You cannot multitask. The, the scripture says it clearly. Give what is the Lord's to the Lord. And give what belongs to Caesar to Caesar. God is raising people. God is raising people. God is raising people. That will give Caesar what is Caesar's. And will give God what is God's. Uh, the dates on the prophetic baptism is off. Oh, no, no, no. That's uh, for the baptism. Oh, hey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, spo I'm sorry, Bishop. <laughs> I don't know if somebody's catching me. That is why I don't spend time talking about people because when the Lord comes, he talks to me about me mm. and what I'm supposed to do. What is your mission? Mm. What is your purpose? What has called God called you to do? Mm. Let us go to scripture. Let's go to the book of John. John 20, I believe 22. Believe John chapter 20, verse 22. Hallelujah. 
Now, I want to show you that it's very necessary. It's very necessary for you to understand this. I need people to share this because um, I, 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 I want people to be blessed by this. I want people to be blessed by this. Whether you're in Africa, whether you're in Europe, wherever you may be, I want you to pay attention to this. Go to John chapter number 20 and go from verse 22. I don't know if you're ready. If you have it, I just want you to type prophet, I have it. And we'll move on from there. John 20, 22. Listen to what he says. He says this. He said, And we, when he had said this, he breathed unto them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. So Jesus, the Lord, before he ascends, he meets with the disciples and he blows on them and tells them, receive the Holy Spirit. But if you go in the book of Acts, he tells them again in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be my witnesses. In, in uh, witnesses unto both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the utmost part of the earth. I don't know if somebody's catching this. So the Lord Jesus is telling them this. The Lord Jesus is breathing on them, saying, Receive the Holy Spirit. Then after that he tells them, wait until the Holy Ghost has come upon you. So, when the Lord Jesus came to me in a vision and explained this, I'm going to try to break it down for you. The evidence of being filled with the Holy Spirit is not speaking in tongues. That's just a sign that the Holy Spirit is there. But it doesn't mean you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Because if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, but you're still gossiping, we know that the Holy Spirit is not full in you. It means your tongue is not under his control, meaning that he's not full in you. If you're full of the Holy Ghost, as you may say, but you're still judge, judgmental, you're still jealous, you're still insulting others, you're still not pursuing what God has for you, we know you're not full of the Holy Ghost. That is why Apostle Paul said something interesting. He said, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? That starting in the spirit, you're ending up in the flesh. So somebody filled with the Holy Spirit, the nature of fleshly things that people do and pursue dies in them. I don't know if somebody is catching this. I don't know if somebody's catching this. The great apostle Joe Benjamin, God bless you, blessing man. The blessing man. 
He has an amazing show called The Blessing Corner that is uh, is deep. So capture this. I want everybody to capture this the best way that you can. The best way that you can. So Jesus is blowing on them saying receive the Holy Spirit. But notice they never spoke in tongues. But they did receive the Holy Spirit. But what was the difference between that one and when the day of Pentecost came in Acts chapter number 2? What is the difference? Because people just think the Holy Spirit comes upon you and it's done. Nah. It's just part of it. It's not the full story. So every child of God that thinks that they have arrived because they can share it up of it. We know. We know that you still don't know the things of the spirit because that's just part of it. Let's go to the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The book of Revelations, chapter 3, verse 1. Revelations, chapter 3, verse 1. Revelations, Revelation, chapter 3, verse 1. Revelation, chapter 3, verse 1. And unto this, unto the angel of the church in Sardis, write, These things saith he that hath the seven spirits, of God and the seven stars. Wait. Seven spirits of God. I thought it was one spirit. So the Holy Spirit is in sevenfold. The seven spirits manifest himself in a believer's life in sevenfold. Yeah, the, the spirit of the Holy Spirit. Because notice this. Look at this. When the Lord Jesus was being baptized, the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. But when he went in the wilderness, he came out in the power of the Holy Spirit, not being led. So something changed. But why did he need those 40 days and 40 nights? What transformed? Because you're noticing something strange that is happening. And if you read Isaiah 11, it explains... The Lord Jesus. Let's go to Isaiah 11 real quick. And then we'll be back in Revelations. Isaiah chapter 11 verse 1. Verse 1. Verse 1 he says. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. And a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. And the spirit of the Lord came descending on him like a dove. The spirit of the Lord was the first thing. But notice this. It says again, the spirit of wisdom, two, and understanding, three, the spirit of counsel, four, might is also interpreted power, five, the spirit of knowledge, six, and of the fear of the Lord, seven. So what made Jesus be Jesus is because he had the fullness of the spirit of God. Not because of only what people saw when John baptized him. 
there was something else that happened. That you see when he left the wilderness, he's saying that he came out in the power of the Holy Spirit. But when he was went into the wilderness, he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. That is why the Lord Jesus never performed anything until after he came out of the wilderness. I don't know if somebody is catching this. I don't know if somebody is receiving this. So, what makes a lot of people fail in their walk with God? You rush into things before time. Let me prove what I'm saying. Go to Revelation, Revelation chapter 4 verse 5. Revelation chapter 4 verse 5. Revelations chapter 4, verse 5. And out of the throne proceeded lightning and thundering and voices. And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. But notice what Isaiah is saying before the time of Jesus. is the same thing in Revelations that John is seeing the same thing. Somebody in the future is already seeing what somebody in the past saw. And both of them are between the timeline of Jesus. Isaiah is a few hundred years before Jesus. John is a few years after Jesus. So Jesus is like between them. But both of them are seeing the same thing. Now when the Lord reveals himself to John in the book of Revelations, he's telling him, I am the one who has the seven spirits. Now, if you are called to be conformed to the image of God, it means that to the image of Jesus, the Bible specifically says that we are called, we are called, we are to be conformed to his image. The image of who Christ is, is in the seven spirits, not in white hair, not in blue eyes, not in yellow skin, in green skin, or he's black, he's Jewish. That is nonsense. The main thing is this. The identity of the Lord Jesus is in the seven spirits. And anybody that is to walk with him, anybody that belongs to him, anybody that is his child. If you don't have the seven spirits, you're deceiving yourself. There's something that is wrong. That's why we wonder, oh, he spoke, full, he spoke in tongues, full of the Holy Spirit. Oh, she spoke in, in tongues, full of the Holy Spirit. But they are still bound with alcohol. Yeah. But they are still bound with pornography. Yeah. They are still bound with, the, with all manner of junk from the enemy. Yeah. Not because they are bad. It's just the flesh is not broken. Because the fullness of the life of Jesus is not in them. The Bible says this. To die is gain, but to live is Christ. The Lord Jesus said this, I am the vine and you are the branches. Unless you are in me and I in you, you can do nothing. So the life of a believer, the branches that we grow, the leaves that we will grow, the fruit that will grow out of us is by reason of having the fullness of the stem. The branch is nothing without the stem. I feel like I'm talking to myself. 
I feel like I'm by myself. Is somebody there? Is somebody there? Kabratia kula mande kerabasia. So the question is this now. This is my question to everybody that is watching me. This is my, my question to everybody that is watching me. My question is very simple. What spirit are you carrying? Do you truly have the fullness of the Holy Spirit? Or is it just something that you think that you have? Oh, I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I've been born 50, I was born again 20 years ago. But you're still gossiping. We know you don't have the fullness of it. Or I have the fullness, I, have, I am filled with the Holy Spirit. But you're still doing what you used to do. We know that the Holy Spirit is not full in you. How many people we know in churches that are arguing? Churches are being split because of arguing. Christians are tearing each other up. Yet the Lord Jesus is saying this. A kingdom divided amongst itself cannot stand. Meaning that even if I see you are doing something wrong, but we are part of the kingdom, I should pray for you. I should seek counsel in a way to deal with you in the presence of God. To help you come out of it. But we... Oh, that pastor, oh, that brother, that sister. We are tearing down the house, meaning we don't have the spirit of counsel. Do you realize that Jesus never fought the Pharisees? Do you realize that? He actually never fought them. They were trying to trap him with questions. That is why he answered them. But he never disrespected them. Neither did he ever dishonor their position in the temple. And when he answered them, he spoke to them. He never spoke to the crowd. He spoke to them. Mm. Wow. Yeah. But today, if somebody has something, they will broadcast news to everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everybody has something to say. But nobody is saying what the Lord wants to be said. You see people online. I need to expose. If God has not done it, who are you? Focus on your mission, brother. Focus, focus on, on your mission, sister. Let the facts fall off because you are the real. How can people appreciate what is real unless there is fake? Then shine more, shine brighter. Show them why they are fake. I don't know if somebody's catching me. Let's, let's move on. Let's go to Revelations chapter 5 verse 6. And I beheld and lo in the midst of the throne. And one of the law I beheld... Am I in Revelation chapter 5? Wait. Uh, Revelation. Oh yeah. 5 verse 6. Yes. 
lo, and I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth into all the earth. Let me read that again. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth into all the earth. So listen carefully. He saw the Lord Jesus. We all know who the Lamb of God is. We all know who the Lamb of God is. It's not a matter. It's not a matter of, oh, oh, we all know the Lamb of God is the living Jesus, the eternal Lord, who is, who was, and is to come. He who was dead and now is alive, who existed in the beginning, who is the cause of the beginning, who is the eternal God, who does not change, who remains the same. He says he saw, he saw something. He saw the Lamb of God as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes. Seven horns means fullness of power. Seven eyes means fullness of sight. Now you have to understand sight involves a lot of things. Past, present, future. Mysteries are associated with sight. Knowledge is associated with sight. Wisdom is associated with sight. Even power, understanding is associated with sight. But notice what John said. He saw in now John is speaking in the future. Remember, the Holy Spirit has already been sent. And John is saying something. He's saying, and this spirit has been sent out into the four corners of the earth. In the Old Testament, it wasn't. Until the day of Pentecost, then it was sent out unto all the earth. The Holy Spirit is one, but he's sevenfold. That is why the Lord Jesus said something. He said, you shall know them by their fruits. Mm -hmm. The fruits are the seven. <laughs> wow. So people think, they think, remember the Bible says, the fruit of the Spirit, does not say the fruits, the fruit of the Spirit. But if you look at all of them being broken down, if you really understand, you will notice that they are all part of these seven. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if somebody is there. Is somebody there? So the fruits of the Spirit are in these seven. Mm -hmm. Anyone who comes tells you, oh, patience, this, they are all good. Mm. But if you measure, if you measure, mm. ah, 
They may only have one. The spirit of the Lord, which everybody has, that is born again. Because that's what makes you to be saved. But the other six, there's a price. I don't know where people get this idea that the gospel is free. Where did people get this idea? They misunderstand that when the Lord Jesus said, freely you have received, freely give. They don't, you need to read the whole chapter to understand what he's saying. Was, was salvation free? Jesus had to pay for it. It wasn't free. Jesus had to die for it. The Lord had to die for it. So it wasn't free. <laughs> the people who wrote this scripture, you think it was free. Some of them, it cost them their life. People like John were exiled on Patmos. You, you are saying the gospel is free. There's a price to be paid. You think God is just going to anoint you, you become powerful, you become this person that prays for people and things that and start happening just easily like that. No, there is a price to pay. Anything that does not cost you is not worth having. Wow. I'll say that again. Everything that does not cost you is not worth having. I don't know if somebody can hear me. Can you hear me, people? There's a price to pay. There is a price to pay to walk with God. People will reject you. Some people will ridicule you. Your husband and your wife can turn against you. Your father and mother can turn against you. Even the church can turn against you. They can cast you out. Your children can reject you. There is a price to be paid. The Lord Jesus said this. He says, you think I have come to bring peace. No, I've come to bring the sword to divide people. Because when you truly carry God, there will be a division. Not because you want it, but you'll be fought. Not this thing that people are doing wrong and saying the devil is fighting me. No. There will be a clear difference because of what you carry. There will be opposition in what you carry, not who you are. I have seen people that are patient, but they gossip. Mm. (laughs) Remember, it's the fruit of the Spirit, not the fruits. Mm. The Bible says, and the fruit of the Spirit, not the fruits. It's one, meaning if you miss one, you've missed all. Mm. Wow. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Ah, people don't want to share. Let's go offline. I was going to teach about wisdom, but I think we're going to stop. I feel like I'm by myself. YouTube, are you there? Facebook, I feel like Facebook, they're asleep. Hallelujah. Glory Fantelino. Lebrondo Kishta Avaketila Azovekere. Lebra Kasata Lakia Sante. My son Superstar Jones, God bless you.
I don't know if people are, are listening to me. Let me continue. Let me continue. Now notice this. Isaiah chapter 11. And then I will break them down. Are you ready? Isaiah chapter 11 from verse 1. No, let's go to verse 2. And the spirit of the Lord shall be upon him. That's one. The spirit of wisdom comes right after you receive the spirit of the Lord. The next manifestation should be wisdom. This is actually the order in which they come. Have you ever seen people who are gifted, but instead of their gift edifying the church, it breaks the church? Some people are called prophets. They go into church. Instead of edifying the church, they bring division. The church collapses. Yet Paul is saying, no, the gift of prophecy is unto edification. Mm. A mature prophet never comes to tell you where you sinned. You know your sin. I don't need to tell you. I need to tell you what God is saying so that you can change from where you are. Mm. Let me explain to you what the word prophet means in Greek. The word prophet in Greek is prophete. Uh, Joel says, prophet, you make revelation so simple yet so deep, I have to ask God the grace to grasp all. This is my spirit because I feel like my mind is numb. (laughs) God bless you. God will give you the grace. Let me say it again. The word prophet in Greek is prophete, meaning an oracle who speaks mysteries of the spirit or who utters but pro, P-R-O, pro, means before hand. Mm. Pro means before the beginning. Wow. <laughs> and ete actually means the future or eternal things. So a prophet is one who connects pasts and future into one thing. So if a prophet who just comes to tell you what you did wrong, you know that they are not complete. Because a true prophet sees the potential and what God has already made you to be. They don't see you here because they see through the eyes of Christ. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. I just want to touch. I, the problem is this. I can't like fully. Uh, uh, Cloud, can I have some water please? Uh, a water bottle will be perfect. In, in, uh, in my cup. The problem is this. If we do all seven spirits, we'll be here for ten hours. Wow. <laughs> 
But I'm going to try at least touch on wisdom because this Amen. God told me to write it into a book. Amen. And I already started, I started doing the work. The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. Go to Proverbs, the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 6. Proverbs 2, 6. Proverbs 2, 6. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 6. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 6. If you are there, just type Amen. Periscope, are you there? I want you to share. Keep sharing, keep sharing. Let somebody know that we are up. Others may be sleeping, but we are not. Are you ready? Proverbs chapter 2. Verse 6. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. Notice, these are two different, three spirits being described here. The first one is wisdom. But wisdom is not learnt. Wisdom is given. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. Wisdom is given. Wisdom is not learnt. Maybe somebody is not catching me. Wisdom is given. Wisdom is not learnt. You cannot learn wisdom. Hello? You cannot learn wisdom. Is everybody following? Is everybody following this? I will read it again. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. But the spirit of wisdom, you cannot learn it. It's impossible. Because wisdom is only given. That is why Solomon, one day, he's standing before God, knowing nothing. He encounters God the next day. What does the Bible say? That Solomon had wisdom of everything. Every plant, every tree, every insect, Every animal, the people traveled from everywhere to come and listen to his wisdom. But notice something else Solomon had. He had the spirit of counsel. He could decide cases and discern cases. Solomon only functioned in three of these spirits. And he was one of the greatest kings that ever lived. I feel like I'm by myself. May all those who are believing God for the spirit of wisdom 
I pray that you will receive it right now. Because remember, wisdom is the application of knowledge. But what knowledge? Because we have difference and different kinds of knowledge. James chapter 1 verse 5. Let's, let's, let's stabilize this thing first. <laughs> James chapter 1 verse 5. The book of James chapter 1 verse 5. Let's read it. If any man, if any of you lack wisdom, do, go read about it. No. Go and pray in tongues about it. No. Go and fast about it. No. Let him what? Ask God. Why? That he giveth to all men liberally and apprehended not and it shall be given him. Notice wisdom is only given. You cannot study it. Yeah. I, I, I always remember my son Maluk and, and Claudius because their spirit is so genuine because they truly want God. And God is building them and they will be so mighty and great. And as many of you who, who, who follow and, and watch and you listen. The reality is this. You cannot learn wisdom. Wow. It's God-given. Mm. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 8. I want you to read this one. Are you there? Yeah. Proverbs 10 verse 8. Read it as loud as you can. Uh -huh. The wise in heart will receive commandments, but a prating fool shall fall. Read it again. The wise in heart will receive commandments. Where will he receive it from? It's being given. Okay, look at Daniel. Go to Jan Daniel chapter 2 verse 23. Remember, Daniel stood out in Babylon because of one thing. <laughs> Daniel chapter 2 verse 23. Read. What does it say? I thank thee and praise thee, O thou God of my fathers, who has given me wisdom. He, gave, he was given wisdom. He never prayed for it. Huh? So everything Daniel was doing, it was because he was given wisdom. What else was he given? And might. Ah, he's mentioning two spirits. What else? And has made known unto me now what we desired of thee. Mm -hmm. For thou hast now made known unto us the king's matter. So Daniel was a deep prophet. Because he was given what spirit? Wisdom and might. <laughs> I hope I was helping people. Maybe I don't think people are understanding this. If you understand, these are the seven spirits that Jesus is carrying. 
but you're seeing people having it in portions. But now in the last days, we are candidates of receiving all seven of them. I wish I had somebody that would be praying right now. Raka stila adushte eva katalamande. Prekushta azove pradia tolamande lekia save. Rakusta valakisha. Maronde kista alatule pradia sava. Rekoshta izatalamande. Oh Lord, we pray thee. Oh God, we pray thee. You are the God who was with Daniel. You are the God who was with Moses. Lord, you anointed each and every one of them and gave them your spirit. Lord, I pray for everybody that is watching. May we receive the fullness of your spirit, the sevenfold of your spirit. Ask yourself this question. Ask yourself this question. Daniel had two. And it put him in the position of power in the government. He was better than magicians. He was not a magician. He was better than the wizards. He was not a wizard. He was better than the scholars. He was not a scholar. He was a better governor. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Just two spirits put him in the top. Yes. How, how many or other, which ones did Moses have? I will come to that. We'll pick, we'll pick a few people that is more easier for you to see. Because they actually expose what they are carrying. So Daniel is telling you he was given. He's not saying he worked for it. Are you, are you people there? Are, are you guys there? Are you people here? My son, the, my son, the apostolic prophet, Mike Dupree. God bless you. Is somebody catching this? Is this making sense to people? I feel like there's not enough interaction here. Let's stop. I don't think people are ready. Maybe this is not supposed to be released now unto the people because I feel like people are not ready. If you don't know what Jesus is carrying, you will not recognize his traits in people. So now you know that Daniel was manifesting part of the glory, part of the doxa. Now when you read the scripture, you will read it with knowledge. You will read it with understanding. Listen, I promise you there, there's a lot more that I want to say. But it's impossible for me to put it all here. When the book will be done, hopefully by the prophetic school. It will bless people deeply. Fatima Pai, God bless you, my daughter. I don't even know what to say. 
<laughs> so Daniel was telling you what he was carrying. Andre Gracia, by God's grace, by the grace of the living Jesus. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 2. Amen. Uh-huh. Read it. When pride cometh, uh-huh. then cometh shame, uh-huh. but with the lowly is wisdom. One more time. When pride cometh, uh-huh. then cometh shame, but with the lowly is wisdom. One more time. When pride cometh, uh-huh. then cometh shame, uh-huh. but with the lowly is wisdom. One more time. When pride cometh, uh-huh. then cometh shame, uh-huh. but with the lowly is wisdom. So if you're not lowly, God cannot give you wisdom. I don't know if somebody's catching this. All I'm trying to say is this. <laughs> you will never, ever, 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 ever. You will never, ever, ever, ever express the Lord Jesus as he should unless the seven spirits are in work. That's when the fullness of the image of Christ is. When you reach that level, where you're carrying all seven, you will walk on water. You will go through walls. You will be like Moses that God has to tell you, my friend, go and die. Curve the, f- curve. Don't worry. We'll pray for your daughter. It's well in Jesus' name. Amen. True, powerful people are actually humble. I want to tell you a little bit about wisdom. The spirit of wisdom is given. But there are different kinds of wisdom. Mm. There's the wisdom of this world. And there's the wisdom that is from God. And there is the mysterious wisdom that is ordained from the beginning. Wow. Let's go to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. First Corinthians chapter 2 and from verse 6. Actually, let us start. Uh-huh. 
Now look at this. Let's start from verse 4. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. Ah, so there's man's wisdom. But look at how he describes man's wisdom. It has enticing words. Mm. <laughs> man's wisdom will never push you to God, will push you to yourself. Mm. Will make you to depend on another man. Wow. But it will never fuel you to chase after the Lord himself. Mm. It will never provoke you to desire the Lord himself. It will never provoke you to seek the face of God himself. Because man's wisdom comes with enticing words. Notice this, it says, But in the demonstration of the spirit and power. Notice he's dividing. Notice why didn't just stay in the spirit of God. But he said, in the spirit, what spirit? The spirit of the Lord and of power. He's mentioning two spirits here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power. Power, notice. Power there is dunamis, but this power we know is a spirit, is might. Power and might are the same thing, but in the power of God. Is somebody there? Uh, I, uh, are you people still there? <laughs> uh, Now notice what he says. Notice before he mentioned two spirits. The spirit of the Lord and power. Or might. Right? Verse 6. How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Yet not the wisdom of this world. So he's talking about a spirit. Another wisdom that is not of this world. Remember, wisdom in the scriptures is always described as a person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Actually, there's a funny story. I, 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 did I tell you when an angel came to visit me that his name was Wisdom? Yeah. Did I tell you? Yeah. Did I ever say it live? Uh, I don't think so. I never taught it live, right? No. Uh, there was an angel that was sent to me a few months ago. It was when uh, Evangelist Tim came, two days before he came. No, ev not evangelist team, um, evangelist, uh, what is his name? Oh, Tom. Tom. They all have T's. Yeah. <laughs> all the evangelists. <laughs> <All> the evangelists. <laughs> so, I was in my room, laying on my bed. And as I was laying down on my bed, all of a sudden, there was a man in my room. Ah, my heart exploded, but I, I, I felt. 
And I felt in my spirit like, ah. Immediately I was caught up. I knew immediately that I'm in the spirit. Mm. And I knew immediately that he was an angel. And the angel stood in the middle of my room. And he told me, I've been sent from the presence of God to come and teach you something. And I said, I am here. Speak. And he said, my name is wisdom. And immediately he looked like a woman and then turned into a man. (laughs) Uh, It was deep, that encounter. (laughs) I, I don't know. I don't know. And remember, wisdom in Greek is Sophia. Sophia, and I will explain it even deeper. I was blown away. But we all know wisdom is a spirit. And wisdom is the Lord Jesus himself. The reason why it's described as a woman, as a she, is because you're supposed to pursue it. The Bible says, seek after wisdom. So anything that you chase after is of great value. Not that wisdom himself, we all know wisdom is God. Wisdom is God himself. It's the Lord Jesus himself. Even though there are beings that are called God for some, just like some are called, like Michael means like God. Mm -hmm. One that is like God. Gabriel, you know, or, or, or Uriel, the Lord, my light, you know, all of them have names that are associated. They actually carry the name of God. Mm. Now watch this. Now watch this. I think I'll talk, I'll put that encounter in the script, in my book. It will be deep. I'll talk about it in more detail, but let's continue here. But we speak the wisdom of God. In a mystery, meaning the wisdom of God is a mystery, is not for everybody to find. Even the hidden wisdom, there is another wisdom, which was God, which God ordained before the world, unto our doxa, unto our glory. Which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would have not crucified the Lord of Doxa. But as it is written, I had not seen, no ear heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of men, the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. I don't know if somebody's catching this. Yeah. Ah, Lord Jesus. Let me just ask a question. Uh, who actually has had like a heaven experience, a real one? We are not talking about you dreamt.
How many people have ever had like a heaven encounter? You were actually caught up into heaven. And I will know if somebody has been there. Because everybody has been there knows something. I'm not saying in a dream. I'm not saying in a dream. No, no, we're not saying I dreamt. Yeah. <laughs> outer body, angels came for you. You are pulled out of your body and you are taken there. Wow. Aubrey John says, I have. Fabian says, I'm trying to pursue it. It's a good goal. I think in the prophetic school, I'm going to teach people how to do it. Amen. It's easy. It's an access that we all have. It's really by grace, but it's an access that is there. Amen. Official Chikesi says, I was only nearly caught up. May God get you to be caught up completely. Curve says, I dreamt of a, of a hell experience and, I w and it was crazy. DR27B says, I actually died. Now, I've been having these experiences since I was four. Wow. <laughs> since I was four. I pray that God will give people this grace, especially as you learn and pursue after this. Let me explain to you something. Are you ready for this? Yes, sir. The Bible says man is the image of God and the woman is the image of the woman of the man. Mm -hmm. So how does God look like? You love it. I asked a genuine question. <laughs> okay, I think I'll distract. Let's go back to the teaching. Let's go back to the teaching. <laughs> Let's go back to the teaching. Now, in Greek, the word wisdom. The word wisdom in Greek is Sophia, S-O-P-H-I-A, mm -hmm. Sophia, which means broad and full of intelligence. Knowledge of very diverse matters. Supreme intelligence, such as belongs to God. Ah, uh -uh. supreme intelligence, such as belongs to God. The varied knowledge of things human and divine, acquired by acquaintances and experienced, 
and summed up in, in maxims and proverbs Ah, how can you acquire intelligence of the universe? You never created it. You are not there. <laughs> That's why wisdom cannot be, you cannot find wisdom by reading scripture. It is a gift. It is given. In Hebrew, it's C-H-O-K-H-M-A-H. Chokma, which means skill in war, administration of all things, shrewdness, shrewdness, and prudence. Now, if you look at all these things, they are summed up into one thing, not human. <laughs> so you can't pursue it. You can't grow in wisdom. I don't know if somebody's catching this. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ask yourself this question. What Bible did Enoch read? Because the book of Enoch is the book of Enoch. By the time Enoch was running around, there was no Bible. How did he get to that level where he was caught up? He was raptured before the rapture. Wow. How about Job? When, the book, when Job was around, the book of Job is the oldest book in our Bible. Mm. The book of Genesis holds the oldest account, but it's not the oldest book. So when Job wrote the book of Job, what Bible was he reading? <laughs> that he knew what righteousness was. He understood what holiness was. He understood what wisdom is. How could he be judged righteous if there was no measure of knowing how somebody is righteous? Because righteousness is not even something that you do. Are you capturing this? Righteousness is not something that you do. Remember, God is our righteousness. You cannot earn righteousness. Everything that you try to do righteous is like filthy rags. So the question is this, how do you receive this spirit of wisdom? Mm -hmm. And what is it? Let me show you something. <laughs> are, are you ready for this one? Yes, ready. This one will be good. Are you ready? Uh, go to Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 to 11. Are you ready? Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 to 11. Listen to this. Listen to this. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Wait. What is the mind? 
is the question. For you to understand what this verse is saying, is you need to understand what the mind is. Your consciousness, all that you know, all that you are, is in your mind. So if the Bible is saying, let the mind that is in Christ be also in you, what is he telling you? Everything that he knows, you will also know. Everything that he is, you will also be. If you allow, if you allow that the mind that was in Christ also be in you. So the spirit of wisdom is the mind of Christ. Because if we break down what Sophia is, which is what? Wisdom in Greek. Yeah. Or Chokmai in, in Hebrew. You understand that he's talking about the mind, knowing of things. But I cannot know things unless I have your consciousness. Because these are not my experiences. Yeah. I don't know if somebody's capturing this. Yeah, wow. Nah, I think people are not ready. Hmm? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Periscope, how are you doing? Is somebody understanding this? YouTube, are you there? Because if wisdom has to do with experiences, has to do with things that are beyond my existence, but remember, God is the cause of the beginning because he is the beginning. The beginning is not only a location, it's a place and it is also a person. Now, the only person who has access to this is God himself. Because he's the only one who has been from the beginning everlasting, meaning the beginning that never began. But how do I receive the mind of Christ? Because the Bible is telling you, let also the mind that was in Christ be in you. Mm -hmm. huh? Look at the comment. Mary Mbugwa, God bless you. So look at this. So the experiences of God, the wisdom of God. Now remember wisdom is the application of knowledge. But this knowledge is beyond our ability, is beyond our time. And knowledge is only acquired through experience. So the question is this, how can you study what will take you, even your lifetime will not be enough to study? Yeah. It's impossible for you to acquire it. Yeah. So you need the mind of Christ. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
Let me give you an example. How did Moses write Genesis? How could he write what happened in the beginning? He was not there. How did he know it in such detail? He was not there. But also it explains the kind of miracles he could do because of information that he was carrying. Because remember, your power as a believer, if you want to know somebody that truly is powerful, they can demonstrate what they are saying. You see, anybody can make an argument about something. But what ends the argument is your ability to demonstrate what you're saying. How many people can demonstrate what they are saying? So if you understand that the spirit of God is sevenfold. Now remember what the scripture says. Now the Lord is that spirit. Ah. So Jesus is the Holy Spirit. Now the Lord is that spirit. If you read Isaiah 9, he tells you, and a son, uh, 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 to us a child is born, and to us a son is given, and his name shall be Wonderful Counselor. Isn't that the name of the Holy Spirit? Because remember, God is a triune God. He's not a trinity. He's a triune God. One God, three manifestations. But the Spirit of God, if you read Revelations chapter 5, Revelations chapter 3, Revelations chapter 4, if you read Isaiah 11, and many others, you will discover that the Spirit of God is sevenfold. The Lord Jesus himself is standing and saying, I am the one who carries the seven spirits of God. So if you are called to be conformed to his image, and you don't carry the fullness of the seven, then you are not fully him yet. That is why Peter became shockingly scary. Walking and his shadow can touch you and heal you. You lie to him, he can, stand, he can start up and tell you. Now look at this, he can stand up and tell you. you he will ask you, so did you go to the store? You say, ah, no, I did go. He tells you, you thought you were lying to me, but you were lying to the Holy Spirit. I thought I was talking to Peter. How did it become I'm talking to the Holy Spirit? Because it was no longer Peter. So you did not know whether you are dealing with Peter the human or Peter the spirit or you are talking to God himself. Wow. I don't know if somebody's capturing this. I don't know if somebody's catching this. The spirit of God is sevenfold. The spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, might, power, and the fear of the Lord. Sevenfold. We just read Daniel. Daniel is telling you, thank you, Lord, for you have given me the spirit of wisdom and might. He's mentioning two. You read other people, you notice that Solomon was given wisdom and the fear of the Lord. He had two. But now in the last days, God has made it possible. Revelations chapter 5 verse 6. That the spirit of the Lord is, these seven spirits are sent out to the whole earth. Mm -hmm. 
But now, the Spirit of the Lord, you receive it by salvation. But the other ones, ah, for the other ones to, man, the other six to manifest, it's a posture thing. That's why you find one person gets saved. They're still in the same level. Another person gets saved and they have surpassed them. They used to just be a nobody. All of a sudden, they're doing crazy works for God and it is consistent. I don't know if, if somebody is catching this. Yeah. But if you don't know what they are, you will not pursue them. Because you won't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give you a quick breakdown because of time. Mm-hmm. How does a person receive the spirit of wisdom? Amen. Yes. Sorry? There's a video? Uh, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. I'm going to show you how to. Amen. Let me tell you something that happened to me. The Lord used to visit me when I was a kid, a lot. And I had a lot of angelic encounters. But one of the first things that God gave me was the spirit of wisdom. Mm. I started knowing things that I'm not supposed to know. Mm. And how I know them, I don't even know because I never studied them, I never read them, I never did anything towards it. But when the Lord Jesus now came again now to officially release me for ministry, Mm. I was given two angels that were specifically going to help me with understanding of the visions and and the dreams that I will have. Mm. Like Daniel was sent to, Gabriel was sent unto Daniel. Mm -hmm. In the same way, the Lord gave me two angels, and I know them by name, Mm -hmm. that help me a lot. When I have something big that I see and I don't completely understand, Mm -hmm. I will pray and God will send them. They will help me. When I'm going to church, he knows. Messages come like this Mm -hmm. because I know what I'm going to speak of. But watch this, for about 30 nights, every night, God would visit me and I would be taught things. Mm. I was taught how to do deliverance, not by a man. My encounter of being taught how to do deliverance, I was actually sent, I actually went to hell. Mm. I saw how it happens from here. And I saw how it happens here. And I saw how it happens down there when it happens. So I'm not teaching you things that I'm just talking about. This is my experience. People around me know it. You who come to church, you know it. It's really by the grace of God. But there is a way to acquire these things. There is a way that God gives you this. If you look at Daniel, there's a certain character that Daniel carried that allowed him to be who he was. If you look at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they carried a certain character. Mm. If you look at Moses, he carried a certain character. Mm. If you look at, uh, uh, if you look at uh, uh, Joseph, if you look at, uh, at, uh, at, 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 uh, at Paul, if you look at all these people, they, they had a similar mannerism mm. in their posture. Mm. 
and in their positioning before God. Even Elijah, even Elisha, everybody that grows spiritually, there is a posture. Let nobody deceive you. There is a posture. If you read Acts chapter number two and you read when uh, Paul was talking about, uh, Peter was talking about the spirit of God. He said, this is what is written as the prophet Joel said, in the last days I'll pour out my spirit and your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall dream dreams and your elderly shall, uh, your young men shall see visions and your elderly shall dream dreams. And then he goes on to say, and on my handmaidens I will give my spirit and they shall prophet, prophesy but the word there is what prophete meaning pro past femi means eternal mm. things in the future so there is a posture wow. notice sons and daughters and old men were given portions mm. but unto his handmaiden they will have the fullness of it wow. you know people only read that one part they never read the second part and everybody quotes the first part yeah. That's why we have it in bits and pieces. But he said, and to my handmaidens, I'll give them this. Now ask yourself this question. Mm-hmm. The Lord Jesus is about to ascend. Mm-hmm. And he says this. He says, receive the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Then he tells them, listen, don't leave Jerusalem. Wait until the f- promise has fully come. Mm-hmm. I just thought you blew on us, received the Holy Spirit, but he said that's not enough. Wait until the promise has fully come. Stay. Stay in the upper room. I don't know if somebody's catching this. You know, we have a culture in church, oh, you received the Holy Spirit, oh, you have everything. No. No. You need to manifest these things to prove that you have it. If you haven't, you need to be on your knees seeking God. Okay, let me give you just an example. If you want to know you're full of the Holy Spirit, I'm just going to give you two examples. The Lord Jesus said this. He said, I will send you another comforter. Now, notice he's saying, I will send you another comforter. Meaning there is already one comforter. So if you receive the Lord Jesus, you already have one comfort. Then when the Holy Spirit comes, you have another comforter. So a believer that is always panicking through things, we know comfort is not there. Because you have two comforters. Not one. I think I'm talking to myself. Wow. Because the Lord Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Then he sent you, he's telling you, I will send you another comforter that will also abide with you. So, When people are thinking, I am full of the Holy Ghost, the evidence of the fullness of the Holy Spirit is this. Every area of your life is supervised and led by His Spirit. That's why the Bible says this, those who are led by His Spirit Mm -hmm. 
are the sons of God. Not what I feel the Spirit is saying, but to be led by Him. Now you have to be led by Him in every area of your life, Mm. spiritual, soul, and physical. Because man is a tripod being. You dwell in the spiritual realm, you dwell in the soulish realm, and you dwell in the physical realm. In all these areas, you have to be led by him. There are four functions of the spirit. There are three functions of the soul. How many numbers are those? Ah. (laughs) 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 Wow. Because every area of this life has to be led by him. Your spirit has four functions. Four main functions. That everything trickles from that. Your soul has three. And remember your body is supposed to be servant of the spirit. But this body only serves the soul. So the, ma- the servant of the spirit is the soul. And the servant of the soul is the body. So for you to manifest your spirit in the flesh, your spiritual life and your soulish life has to be controlled by God. Notice people in the demonic realm, there are four functions of the spirit work but they are being led by another spirit. Their functions of their soul work are being led by another thing. The only way you receive the spirit of wisdom is by humility. Anyone who lacks humility will never receive the spirit of wisdom. Because the spirit of wisdom requires now. Let me tell you, if God is going to give you, think about this for a second. I want you to think about this for a second. If God is going to give you the wisdom of everything that he has done, access to that, but you have your own interest, do you think he will give you? He won't. Remember what the Bible says about Lucifer. You corrupted your wisdom because wisdom can be corrupted. God will never let anybody corrupt enter into his mind. Give you access. Nah. You you corrupted your wisdom by reason of your beauty. He was given a portion, abused it. God kicked him out of heaven. So God will never give anybody something that they have their own interests in mind. I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the greatest man of God. 
I'll, I'll correct people. Not, hey, I want to win souls for Papa. Whatever he will tell me to do with this is what I will do with it. Wow. God will see you fit to have it. Mm-hmm. Notice Daniel, despite he knew much, he never acted like he knew much. Mm-hmm. He was a good servant. Yeah. That his king was never even worried because some people, if they had that knowledge, they would have tried to take over Babylon. But all he did, he was a good servant. Babylon prospered because of Daniel and his four friends, and his three friends. Mm -hmm. I don't know if somebody's catching me. You will never receive the spirit of wisdom until you can be humble enough. And bow yourself before God and say, Lord, I know absolutely nothing. And this is how God will test you. God will send somebody that spiritually, they may not have it all. Mm -hmm. But remember, if somebody is doing better than you spiritually, Mm -hmm. it means they know something you don't know. You know, this is a reality. I don't know why people don't understand that. You have seen me with men of God. Mm -hmm. Even though I may know something they don't know, Mm -hmm. I will never bring it up. I will listen to them because I get better by getting more. I don't, if I prove that I know, then I've shut myself from receiving what they have that I may have not had. I may have 99, but I need the one that he has that I don't have to be 100. But I would never sit down and try to prove to them that I know. Or that I am much more intelligent. That this is also my place. I'm also a man of God. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested to become the best instrument in the hands of the Lord Jesus. I just want to do my father's will. I don't care about fame. I don't care about fortune. It doesn't matter whether I sleep on the street, whether I have nothing. Mm. And I've gone through seasons of having nothing. Mm. Oh, I know how that feels like. Mm. It never has changed my heart towards serving God. If anything, it strengthened my zeal the more. Mm. God is always looking at the character of a man. Because God does not want to redo or undo your personality. Because your personality, that's how he made you. Some people are talkative. Some people, uh, uh, some people are talkative. Some people are quiet. Some people are observant. All those are part of how he created that. That's fine. But character... Uh uh-uh, that one he wants to refine. The Bible says in Proverbs, even a fool, when he doesn't talk much, is considered to be wise. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Learn to humble yourself Mm. to the point that even if somebody insulted you, in you there is no even fight. Mm. You just laugh, you say, ah, they don't know any better. Oh Lord, have mercy. When you reach that level, God will give you wisdom. When you can be a servant, when you can be a servant, remember what he says about the Lord Jesus. And the Lord Jesus saw himself of no reputation and took the form of a servant. God is acting like a servant, yet he's not a servant, he's God. But God can come and act like a servant. 
But us who are supposed to be servants, we want to be served. It doesn't matter what time it is. If God wants me to do something, whether I am from the hospital, whether I am sick, I will do what God wants me to do. It will never stop me. The other day late at night, You just do what God wants you to do. The evidence of wisdom is that when you know your place. When you don't know your place, you still are not wise. I see so many people fighting for postures. I am prophet, I am apostle, I am this. But they don't understand. The power of that is only in your service. Who are you serving? That's what validates who you are. The kingdom of God is designed for people who serve others. Mm -hmm. I don't know if somebody is hearing me. The kingdom of God is designed for those who can serve others. The kingdom of God is not for people who think they are above others. Mm. Is everybody following? Is is somebody following this? Mm -hmm. The kingdom of God is simply for people who want to serve others. Let me show you a mystery that I saw in the realm of the spirit. I saw... The 24 elders. Mm. You know the 24 elders don't even spend time in the council of God as people think. Wow. They have times that they are there. But many times they are out helping others. Mm. There's a mystery in the, in the realm of the spirit. Wow. Heaven is not one location but is divided into different dimensions. But in all of them, the throne of God is there. But in all of them, the throne of God is there. So, those who are in the lower spheres of heaven, even though it's still heaven, it's still more similar to earth. I don't know if somebody is catching this. But because of that, no, you can leave it. But because of that, mm-hmm. the angels that are in the high realms mm-hmm. always come down to the lower realms to help others so that they can be built up to go into the higher dimensions. Wow. You know, people think this growing in the spirit is only here. No, it's also wow. there. Wow. 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 But, the, but the beings that are in the higher realms of light mm-hmm. or the higher heavens, mm-hmm. They always turn down their glory so that when they go into the midst of those who have less light, they will not make them uncomfortable, that they will not be able to, they will be able to stand their presence. When they are there, they can receive help. They will not be overshadowed by the, the presence will not be too much for them that they cannot even interact with them. Even the Lord Jesus will never appear to you beyond your capacity. 
some of you, the only reason why you have dreams of the Lord is because he knows you are not ready to see him in the physical. And if you see him in the physical, he will not always come with lightning and thunder because that will, you will always see the true form of God according to where you are spiritually. It doesn't make that if you saw the Lord Jesus in a dream, it doesn't make that your experience is less. It doesn't mean that. Your experience is still big, but it's big for your dimension. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Let me make, give you an example. Catch this example. The Lord Jesus said this. He said, if they be prophets among you, I will make myself known unto them. I'll make myself known unto them through visions and dreams and dark speeches, meaning riddles. But my friend Moses, I talked to him face to face. So Moses ex- exceeded the level of just being a prophet, but he became God's friend. So he was encountering God on a different basis. He, he passed the level of visions. He passed the level of dreams. He passed the level of dark speeches. Daniel, if you read the book of Daniel, this I'll preach, I'll teach in the prophetic school. Daniel started by seeing visions of his head. I don't know if I should explain it here. He talks about the visions of my head, meaning the visions didn't come from heaven. They came from his head. So God released a vision inside of his own head. (laughs) I'll explain it. I'll break it down. But it grew from the visions of my head to dreams, from dreams into physical encounters, even with the angel Gabriel, that he will say, I saw, um, I saw the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in my dream. So his dreams graduated until he met Gabriel in the dream. Then when Gabriel appeared physically, he said, I know you. I saw you in my dream before. So it is progressive. Yeah. When Samuel had the voice of God first, he thought it was Eli, meaning that even though Samuel is called the seer, yeah. Samuel never began as a seer. He began as a nabi. He began as one who could only hear the voice of God. But in a few years, Samuel graduates. I don't know if somebody's catching me. Samuel what? Graduates. From simply what? Hearing to seeing visions. I don't know if somebody's catching me. YouTube, are you there? I'm about to finish. Let me see people's comments on. uh, All proud refuge. God bless you. The superstar. Keep, Keep going up. Let me see the ones before. I don't know if somebody's catching this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Keep going down. I've seen those. Keep going, keep going, keep going. 
also, you can grow from where you are. Samuel is called Samuel the seer, but Samuel did not begin as a seer. <laughs> he started as an abbey. So everything can grow because of grace, the unmerited favor of God. Let me give you one encounter that I had with the Lord. I usually don't share this one, but I will tell you this. One day, I was going through something, one of the most difficult times of my life. It was one of the most difficult, difficult times of my life. And I was, I was really in pain. My heart was very broken. And I was hurting, seriously hurting. Can you tell him to keep it down? And I was seriously, seriously hurting. Mm. And I remember saying to myself, this is too much. I don't know how I'm going to survive beyond this. I asked myself that question, how am I going to survive through this? This is just so painful. And I remember hearing the voice of God in my spirit Mm. saying, I'm coming to speak to you. (laughs) You know, people think seeing the Lord is easy. Ah, Seeing the Lord Ah. is not easy. Easy in the sense that it's never like an easy, like smooth experience. It traumatizes you. It shakes every fiber of your being. It is an amazing experience, but it shakes you. It turns you upside down, inside out. It pulls you apart. It puts you back together. And after you leave that place, it changes your spirit completely. And I remember this. Mm -hmm. When I heard that, I got scared. And I sat down on my couch. I sat down on my couch. Mm -hmm. And immediately what happened was this. I heard somebody walking. (laughs) (laughs) Not in the spirit, not in a vision. I had footsteps. Ka, 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 ka. Now, there was a doorway that was going to like the hallway. And it connected to the pool. So I look like this. I see a man covered in light walking. Your skin jumps off you, it comes back on you. <laughs> Official chickens is, is, is funny. He said spiritual PS, PTSD. Exactly. <laughs> ah, those experiences, they never leave you the same. Ah, I didn't know if I should drop down. I didn't know. I was so confused, I didn't know what to do. So, because of the weakness, I just kind of was like, I just like my body lost strength. You feel like lifeless almost. And I was just like this on the couch, like almost like laid down. And he came close. He told me, you know how much I love you. Here's one thing that I will tell you about the Lord Jesus is this. He always affirms how much he loves you. Wow. 
That is why it's such crazy. You know, when you say I, the only one who is allowed to be prideful is God. Mm. The only one who can say I is God. Mm. Because I is one of his name. Mm. I am. So when you say I am this, I did this, you are claiming to be him. His pride. Uh, just thinking about it gives me heebie-jeebies, you know. God will always manifest himself according to your level. Learn humility. It's in that posture of humility when you pray that God will give you the spirit of wisdom your understanding of scripture will go beyond any study that anybody would do. Your understanding of his spirit, of spiritual mysteries, your understanding of his heart, all these things will surpass anything you know. Worship is beautiful, but worship will never bring you into his heart. Wisdom will. And wisdom gives birth to the fear of God. So, please tell him again. So, it is very necessary. It is very, very necessary for you to carry the spirit of humility. You know, one thing that was very interesting is that when the Lord comes to speak to you, even when you speak, he stays quiet and listens to you, yet he knows what you're going to say. He knows you are thinking, but he can sit quiet and listen to you with a smile on his face, like you're also telling him something. (laughs) You know, it's so, it's so, that is why when we have pride, it's the ultimate foolishness. It is the greatest sign of foolishness. When somebody, somebody cannot be humble, mm. foolishness. Mm. God is telling Moses, come let us reason together. Moses is a human being. What is he going to reason with God? Yeah. What counsel can you offer God? Mm. What counsel can I offer God? What counsel can you offer God? We have nothing to offer him. Yeah. But he still comes and listens to your petitions, your requests, our complaints, all these things, and he still listens quietly. We talk much. He will not talk until you finish talking. Some of you, you don't hear God because you're always talking. So because he's so nice, he will listen to you until you stop talking, then he will talk. You can never receive the spirit of wisdom You will never receive the spirit of wisdom until you understand humility. You will never, ever, ever receive wisdom. You know, even me, as, even though God has given me the ability to see, mm. 
You know I can prophesy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can really prophesy. Mm. The only time I can give somebody a little whooping is when you try to insult mm. what God wants to do. Mm. That I will show you that I know who you really are beyond everything that you're showing people. Mm. But I will never just go and do that. Mm-hmm. Why? Because of wisdom. Wow. My interest is not to expose anybody. That's stupidity. Anyone, listen, I don't care who it is. If you ever see anybody that goes somewhere, talks about other men of God, mm-hmm. saying, this one is fake, that one is fake, you don't believe me because I am real, or this, just know mm-hmm. they missed the train. Yeah. It is not about what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. It's about the mission that the Lord Jesus has given you to do. Mm. You will never, ever, ever, ever. Mm-hmm. If God, if, if you, have you ever seen somebody who has a schedule mm. and has work to do, concerned about other people? No. You can't. No. I have no time for that. I know. Remember, the Bible says this. It says, God has already predestinated who listen to you. You know, there are people who never listen to Prophet Love. Mm. It doesn't matter how anointed I am. They were not sent for me. And I was not sent to them. So they will never listen to me. But there are people who are sent to listen to me. So my concern is to make sure that I get those people that I was sent to. So I'll make sure that I'm working day and night to fulfill what the master wants me to do. I won't be concerned about what the devil is doing. The only way I shut the devil up. I shut what the devil is doing. is by fulfilling my assignment. Mm. Mm. Any Christian that is interested about exposing other people Mm. is foolishness. They don't have the spirit of wisdom. The only way you receive the spirit of wisdom is this. Humility, humility. When you go before God and you say, Lord, what I know is nothingness. What I am is nothing. My desire is that you, O Lord, will be exalted. You, O Lord, will be seen. That when I speak, it will no longer be me speaking. I don't want to speak the wisdom of this world. It's not helping anybody. I don't want to speak my own wisdom, but I want to speak your wisdom that can change people, that can save people, and can prepare your bride. That should be our biggest concern. That's what God wants us to have. That's what God wants us to have. Be focused on what God has given you to do. If you know that you don't have all the tools to do it, it gives you an opportunity to be before him and to pursue him concerning those things. But if you're spending time 
worried about these people, worried about that person, worried about what is happening there, what is happening across, what is happening beyond, what is happening above, you will miss the whole thing. I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to pray with you. Because God is making me turn the dark side into a book. I think this will be the last one I'll do until the book comes out. Then I'll do others. Because seven is one we haven't even finished. We are barely coming to a finish two hours later. Father, I, wa- I want you to take a second. First, take a second. I want you to think before I pray. I want you to think about this before I pray. Why should God give you wisdom? I'm going to give you time to get your spirit right. If your spirit is not, if your heart is not positioned right, God does not give you anything. Because he's an examiner of hearts. Why should he give it to you? For what interest? Are you going to be a benefit to the kingdom of heaven or are you going to benefit yourself? So to what interest is he going to give you this? It's necessary to him. I don't know if somebody is understanding me. I'm going to play a quick video that's going to take about a minute, right? About a minute and a half. I want you to take time and think about this. And when we come back, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray for you. But use this time to think about it. Amen. Lovi, and I'm so excited to be inviting you to the second prophetic school that we're going to be having this year. It's just going to be phenomenal. The first one was so powerful, but this one will be even greater and will be even better. It's very important to understand that it is God's will that every single person, whether you're an evangelist, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a teacher, whether you're an apostle, for you to function in the prophetic. Because the prophetic is the revealer of things that are hidden in the heavenly realm. If God wanted to speak to you concerning California right now, you cannot find any verse in the scripture that will talk about California. But God through his spirit and by his spirit, he can speak to you specifically concerning the things he's going to be doing in the land. So it's very important for you to know how to hear the voice of God so that you will know that every step that you take that God is the one that is ordering it. The Bible says it clearly, those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. My desire is that you will grow into a place where you are led by the Holy Spirit, where you can know His voice, you will know His still small voice, where He wants you to go, where He wants you to step so that many people will be blessed because of you. My prayer is that you will be one of those that will be baptized in the prophetic and your life will never be the same. This is Prophet Lovi and I can't wait to see you from September 30th to October 2nd. It's going to be prophetic. It's going to be powerful 
and you will live so equipped and ready to win the world for Jesus. God bless you and I can't wait to see you. This is the prophet Lovi. Shalom, shalom. Is it, is it back now? Is it back? Father, I pray for every single person. Let the spirit of wisdom rest upon them. Lord, the same way you anointed me, the same way you gave me this, give them even more. Amen. I pray that their wisdom, their understanding will be so enlightened that, Lord, the mind that was in Christ will also be in them. Things they could not understand, things that they could not achieve, things that they could not receive. May they receive it now in the mighty name of Jesus. Let them be changed by reason of this. Let them be transformed by the reason of this. I thank you, O oh Father, that this is accomplished and that you have answered this prayer in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. I thank you, O oh Lord, that the spirit of wisdom is theirs this day. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God bless everybody, and uh, I love you all so much. As you sleep, meditate on this. Those who are up in Africa, meditate on this. Let God give you his wisdom. Humble yourself in seeking him so that the spirit of wisdom can rest upon you. And as God gives us grace, I'll give you more and more and more and more. But for now, Jesus loves you. Shalom, shalom, and God bless you. This is Prophet Lovi. God bless you. Blessings, everybody. This is Prophet Lovi, and I'm so excited to be inviting you to the second prophetic school that we're going to be having this year. It's just going to be phenomenal. The first one was so powerful, but this one will be even greater and will be even better. It's very important to understand that it is God's will that every single person, whether you're an evangelist, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a teacher, whether you're an apostle, for you to function in the prophetic. Because the prophetic is the revealer of things that are hidden in the heavenly realm. If God wanted to speak to you concerning California right now, you cannot find any verse in the scripture that will talk about California. But God through his spirit and by his spirit, he can speak to you specifically concerning the things he's going to be doing in the land. So it's very important for you to know how to hear the voice of God so that you will know that every step that you take that God is the one that is ordering it. The Bible says it clearly, those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. 
My desire is that you will grow into a place where you are led by the Holy Spirit, where you can know his voice. You will know his still small voice, where he wants you to go, where he wants you to step so that many people will be blessed because of you. My prayer is that you will be one of those that will be baptized in the prophetic and your life will never be the same. This is Prophet Lovi and I can't wait to see you from September 30th to October 2nd. It's going to be prophetic. It's going to be powerful and you will live so equipped and ready to win the world for Jesus. God bless you and I can't wait to see you. This is the Prophet Lovi. Shalom, shalom. Blessings everybody, this is Prophet Lovi and I'm so excited to be inviting you to the second prophetic school that we're going to be having this year. It's just going to be phenomenal. The first one was so powerful, but this one will be even greater and will be even better. It's very important to understand that it is God's will that every single person, whether you're an evangelist, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a teacher, whether you're an apostle, for you to function in the prophetic because the prophetic is the revealer of things that are hidden in the heavenly realm. If God wanted to speak to you concerning California right now, you cannot find any verse in the scripture that will talk about California, but God through his spirit and by his spirit, he can speak to you specifically concerning the things he's gonna be doing in the land. So it's very important for you to know how to hear the voice of God so that you will know that every step that you take that God is the one that is ordering it. The Bible says it clearly, those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. My desire is that you will grow into a place where you are led by the Holy Spirit, where you can know his voice, you will know his still small voice, where he wants you to go, where he wants you to step so that many people will be blessed because of you. My prayer is that you will be one of those that will be baptized in the prophetic and your life will never be the same. This is Prophet Lovi and I can't wait to see you from September 30th to October 2nd. It's going to be prophetic. It's going to be powerful and you will live so equipped and ready to win the world for Jesus. God bless you and I can't wait to see you. This is the Prophet Lovi. Shalom, shalom.